Hello everyone. Hi there. How's it going? This is Jamie and Becca. Welcome to the Tired Girls Club. We are here following up on our episode from last week. This is part two of our episode and there may even be a part three. There might be a part three. Um, We could probably talk about this subject forever and ever. And we did kind of get off topic and kind of just like sit around and chat for a little (laughs) bit too. So yeah, um, it's a good one. We we get deep. We get deep. Sex. (laughs) We get deep and talk about sex things. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, don't listen. Don't listen. Dad, please also do not listen. I know my parents aren't listening, so. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) Um... Well, should, shall we? Shall we? Let's go. Let's go <laughs> Let's on go. into this adventure we call Tire Girls Club episode seven or maybe six part two. We're not sure yet. Or yeah, we have no idea, but we'll figure it out later. We're here. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back to part two part of episode. Wait, is episode it seven? Six. Oh. Should this be episode seven? <laughs> part two. Love language part two? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's happening either comes, way. Here we are. Um, so we're going to pick up the conversation. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking about our love languages. So overall, I guess, how do you feel about your list? Um, well, I'm just very, I'm kind of confused. Um. I mean, generally it makes sense, but the fact that I got different answers from the couples part and then from the singles is like blowing my mind. Um, yeah. Overall, it I feel like it did shine a different light on love languages. It's something I've been familiar with for a long time, so being able to just take the test and reflect on it at this point in my life um, has been kind of eye-opening. Did Brian take it? No. I think he has. I think we've talked about it like a while ago, but I don't know. I think he, uh, we could spend all day talking about Brian probably. He's a, <laughs> he's his own thing. He's his own thing. Yes. Virgos. Virgos. Let me tell you. Yep. They're How pretty you... funny though. I like, they're very interesting. Who? People. Virgos. Oh, yes. Definitely. They're very serious. Serious is a great word for that. But it's really funny because they're ruled by Mercury and Me so too. is Gemini. No, you're no, ruled I'm by, Mars. by Mars. Dang it. <laughs> Ugh, but it's okay. But like to see like a like the difference between Gemini and fucking yeah. Virgo is crazy. Yeah. You like guys one's clash. an earth sign, one's an air sign. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't it's funny though <laughs> yeah you and brian have a really weird little like not relationship no it's so strange it's like we're kind of like hmm. you guys just like look at each other and are trying to figure the other one out and don't know how even though you're on the same page yeah <laughs> but you just can't communicate that it's really that's funny. literally so funny and that's funny because like we're both very like signs that are supposed to communicate but oh, like yeah. it's always like can i trust you mm-hmm. what, what's your what what yeah but because i don't know very many virgos one of my actually good friends back home is a virgo oh yeah Which it's one? a girl mm. i don't think you know her shout out virgo friend virgo rachel rachel yeah <laughs> um okay 
So. Well, how do you feel about your list? Mm, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just like in this. I'm just like in this moment in my life. I'm just like. I don't know how to explain it on the pod without getting like too personal. Yeah. But I'm just like ready to put it into action. And it's like I'm don't really know what that means. And for the first time in my life, I think because I am so comfortable, like I am ready to like, I don't know, have a relationship, whether that means one or the other. Like a meaningful relationship based on your love languages? No, like I oh. like to, with anyone. Oh, I feel like you can use all these tools that you learned in your test and assessment to have meaningful relationships with with whoever, anyone mm-hmm. and everybody. Yeah, you could even lead with that. Be like, "Yo, my love language is physical touch. Is that okay?" <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, who cares? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's really opened up my eyes to how maybe I've been in relationships in the past, like with people. And even like I said, like in the previous episode, like friendships and even just myself, Mm -hmm. like learning to love yourself. Like what is my love language to myself? You know, like. You're blowing my mind. Yeah. And I think that is something that like I've been living alone for the last three I months even think about that what is your love language to yourself i don't know well you've been living alone. i know i'm thinking well mine's definitely giving myself gifts <laughs> you know what's really funny is i would say like quality time or physical touch yeah yeah uh-huh that makes sense oh wow i feel like i yeah yours would be gifts you like to shop i do like to shop i'm sentimental yeah i can't help it it's okay gifts um i mean physical touch you can't don't just think you're the only one over here with a morning routine (laughs) (laughs) it's so important and like quality time i spend so much time just like with myself yeah there i am all the time that one's just inherent i I can't get away from being alone i don't know what it is like as of lately I'm like ready to call bullshit on that because you're like, I'm so bored. I'm alone. What do I do? I have nothing As to do. As of like the blah, last blah, blah. like week. Yeah. I would say since like two Mondays ago, I just like, and then you were like not available to hang out with me either. Like I've literally been alone. Like Kelly like came over once. Like I, for the first time in my life, feel like I'm comfortable with myself. And I think I had a lot of time to kind of reflect on, no, what do I want? Like, could I be by myself? do I want to be by myself or do I want to like have a partner in this life? And I feel like I was maybe questioning that for a little bit. Like, do what would it look like if I was like this boss bitch, like by myself in this like nice ass apartment and like, I, I got it. And it's like, it is it fulfilling. It's fulfilling. Yeah, it It, totally is. And I'm sure in different ways. Yeah. But I want to share that with someone. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah, wrong. Interesting. Yeah. Well, now what? I don't know. (laughs) I got to, like, put that out there, you know? Yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I should have written down a question or something. Um, I do think it's interesting, I'll say, with my 
on my singles one, words of affirmation was the last. Hmm. Actually, acts of service, physical touch, and words of affirmation all scored a five. What? Interesting. And then gifts was six and quality time was nine. But I wonder, I don't know. I feel like maybe I don't give myself words of affirmation. Is that something that more people should do? Yeah. Like I you're feel doing like great, Becca. Keep it up. That's what manifesting is. And that's yeah, kind I of what I'm trying really to learn hard. to do. Yeah. Do you, what is, okay. Do you have a voice inside of your head that you talk to? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could call it that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, everybody has a voice in there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, bitch, <laughs> shut Dude, up. Leave I know. Alone. I thought I was like insane, but everybody has like self-talk. Yeah. Everybody. And like there are times where I'm like yelling in my brain and I'm like, why am I yelling in there? And I'm like, I like have to say something out loud almost. Like I feel like all the thoughts in my head and like all scenarios that I play out cause so much pressure because I'm thinking about like 80 billion different things that if I just like journal about it or like just talk about it like it gets it out and like that's where I've been trying to journal a lot more lately which is where I've been coming to all these realizations because I'm getting my fucking thoughts on paper and I'm like holy shit this is insane it's like a superpower yeah it is weird when you like think a thought and you can think it you know constantly for like weeks and then you go to write it down you're like this is the stupidest fucking thing i've ever thought why has it been taking up space in my head yeah you know but you just have to get it like literally get it out and then it's like cool next like you clear space for something else to come yeah hopefully something positive yeah whatever so i feel that Hmm. yep it's interesting that you're like yelling inside of your head i don't think i've ever yelled at anybody in my whole life (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. Have I, have I, if I've ever yelled at you, let me know. Because I can't think of a time where I've yelled at anybody. Maybe my brother. You don't raise your voice. No. I don't. I don't think I know how. Whoa, you don't raise your voice. <gasps> you know what? I don't want to raise my voice. I'm going to try. I mean, try. I had a realization one day while we're on that topic. I had maybe smoked a little bit and I took <laughs> I took Roar on a walk and uh, if you don't know Roar she is beautiful beautiful she's the sweetest most gentlest little angel she's a little cocker spaniel wiener dog mix she's the most perfect she's taking a nap right now we're looking at her <laughs> while she's talking while we're talking she's just so sweet look at Taco and Taco's just like perched on the couch looking outside through the blinds that she chewed so <laughs> she could in fact see outside no matter what yeah. she's a boss bitch yeah you did she Taco. gets shit done yep she, she knows what she wants. Yeah, she does great. <laughs> um, but so I was, part of the club. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking Roar on a walk, and um, like some other dog walk by or something. And for whatever re- reason, I thought to myself, "Wait, I think Roar is afraid of her own voice." And like in my high thoughts, that was like such a crazy concept because I'm like, "Am I afraid of my own voice? Is that why I don't talk a lot and why I don't raise it?" And it's like, because when she was a baby puppy, if she would bark and bark and bark and bark and bark and be like, Roars, like literally, like stop fucking came barking. Came to your subconscious like, for a reason. I know, came, exactly. Yeah. It came through there for a reason. Yeah. And so she like really doesn't bark that much. Like sometimes when, you know, if Taco's like being annoying, she'll bark at her. Or, <laughs> or oh, 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 there she is. She you just it. manifested it. I did. Oh, there Roar. it is. 
You don't have to bark anymore. Oh, we heard you. She's not afraid of her voice. This, You know what? This is a breakthrough moment, Rebecca. Do not be afraid of your voice. I know. And so it's funny now that we like podcast because I am using my voice to get out there. And one of the first things I wrote, I was looking back on my Instagram from earlier this year because I was trying to be more intentional about posting. And I kind of forgot about all the stuff that I wrote. So I was looking back. And one of the first, like my January 1st, Instagram thing said something like, you know, everybody has a voice and it deserves to be heard and all this sort of stuff. And I think that that is like me kind of coaching myself to just get out there because I do think all my thoughts and I think just as much as everybody else does. And whether it comes through or not is like a totally different thing. But yeah. I've never really had the uh, comfortable outlets of talking in to a wider audience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So whatever i'm talking now i think it's good do you ever do like throat chakra openings no but i probably should you should that all it makes me feel so weird to like think about doing that and like when we do muay thai i think that's a reason why i'm like oh god because you have to make the sounds (laughs) i know me and christina were trying to make sounds because christina also holds her breath yeah and that is something that i'm trying to learn more is like breathing yeah and like my voice like the mind body connection i think there's voice is a huge component of mind body connection yeah and i I feel like my mind body connection is like sometimes literally not a thing i don't think i live in my body most of the time yeah and uh that's where i feel like i should do you gotta ground i know oh no (laughs) Holy shit. I know. And that's why I feel like I should do yoga and stuff like that. But it's hard for me. It's hard for me in my head to go do yoga because it is bringing myself back into my body, which is something I'm not used to. Should we start doing yoga at nine o'clock on Wednesdays? No, because we do our podcast in the morning on Wednesdays. Yeah, we can do yoga and then get coffee and then come do the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's go. Next that Wednesday. was our that was our plan for Wednesdays anyway was to do yoga so we could do a nine o'clock class uh-huh goes to like nine forty five yep go get coffee come yeah. back yeah I'm about this plan that's good because I should be more up and at him on Wednesday mornings in general so yeah let's do it I'm fucking pumped cool I'm about it all right guys now you know we're gonna do yoga <laughs> and then you've witnessed this plan get summer moon and then come back yeah oh my god wow we're such we're killing it chicks we're killing fucking life killing it basic as fuck yep yoga coffee podcast oh my god who are we <laughs> we should make a shirt that says yoga coffee podcast oh my god i love it i'm about it that'll be our one of our tire girls club shirts hit mm-hmm. us up if you want one that should be the name of this episode yoga coffee podcast <laughs> yeah. but it's love language is part two. Oh yeah fuck <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it's going to come out. I'm going to write that down right now. Yoga, coffee. This mm, is so funny. I want coffee. I want coffee, but I don't think I should have caffeine before I go get tattooed. I'm going to get, like, anxious. Yeah, I feel that. Oh, I have to go to work. Shout out, Savannah. You're great. I love you. Savannah. You're so cute. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is she well, going to get her hair colored? Or no, cut. She's right? getting a Just haircut. A haircut. She has like the most beautiful, like naturally curly, like, but fine and long and like 
pretty like neutral brown hair and she's got these big old doe eyes is she italian uh i'll ask i'll You're find out you literally explaining like one of my good friends julie oh she hmm what is she i'm gonna ask her i don't know she might be like part like half like spanish mm. and like half just like white af mm-hmm. i don't know we're yeah gonna, we're gonna learn yeah i'm gonna ask her get her birth chart too yeah i will <laughs> i'll see what she should be into it i think what is she studying she's in school right now i don't know i forgot what she's studying i wrote it down <laughs> we've been just like chatting for 20 minutes i know okay well let's talk more. i love it this episode it was supposed to be more about sexuality and stuff like that too well what age were you when you lost your virginity oh god i was <laughs> oh god parents don't listen to this podcast please that's what I'm going to title this podcast. Yeah. Parents do not listen. No parents allowed. No parents allowed. Actually, I don't really give a fuck if my mom listens Ugh. or my dad. Ew, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Um, I was... About anything. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Jamie just put her middle fingers up in the sky. It's Mary's moon. It's coming out. Stop yep, it there it is. <laughs> Get down there. Oh, my God. Um, it was the day before my 15th birthday. Hmm. So I was 14, but almost 15. I was 14 for like two months. And then, yeah. Yeah. I had told myself growing up, this is weird, that I was probably going to be 16 when I had sex for the first time. I felt like I was like, this is it. Like, that's the idea. Maybe like 16 candles is on. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Or, but I don't know where I got the idea that 16 was like the right age to do it for the first time. But Were, were you exposed to sex a lot growing up? No, because like we said, I went to my private Christian school, and so that, I was already going beyond my, what I was being taught, and was already, like, confused, and had already made that decision, like, I basically made the decision as, like, I don't even know how old I was when I thought that, I was maybe, I was pretty young, I think, maybe, like, 10 or 11, when I was, like, I'll probably be 16 when I do it, and just decided, yeah, cool, like, manifested that shit a little early yeah but (laughs) yeah but even still it was like something that I had consciously thought about and then when the time came when the time came and I was 14 I was like hey I even told my boyfriend I was like I don't think I even really want to do this and it wasn't necessarily like all peer pressure but it kind of was it all like no I almost said it always is but like I feel like that is that age for sure when you're that how old was your boyfriend we were the same age oh well he was a month older than me but didn't wasn't raised with any sort of like you know religious beliefs i think and that's that innocent like the boy that i had sex with for the first time didn't want to be a senior and a virgin and i was a freshman oh, yeah. and that's it was just that. like yeah ew yeah and i thought like i was like the cool girl like yeah sure i'll be your first if you're mine like whatever and then but then at the same time like i didn't really give a fuck honestly because like i knew what sex was as long as I could remember. I was, like, yeah. having, like, sexual experiences before I was 10 years old. So it's, like, it it's very different for me. Like, somebody was, like, hey, I want to lose my virginity. I'm, like, yeah, so do I. Let's just fucking, yeah. Let's and do it. I was probably the most promiscuous I ever was in high school. Um, so I feel like that is just, yeah, like, it was the first day of school. Mm-hmm. This boy said he could see it in my skirt, and I was like, okay. <laughs> cool. You like it? Yeah. You know? 
But it's just, like, so different for some people that, like, oh, it's, like, your beautiful little flower and you cannot give it away. Oh, my God. All of that shit was what I was being told. But at the same, like, I would... Oh my god, I really hope my parents don't listen to this. They're not going to. I would literally like leave. There was one one day we had this um like kind of after schoolish like a um like a youth group kind of a meeting thing at someone's house in this neighborhood and uh where it was all about like purity and we got our purity rings that day and I literally like left that house, walked four doors down to like the boy that I was like talking to you and we just fucking like made out and like all this sort of shit like immediately after that that's really funny like immediately after that and i was like yeah i will never do anything like that even though i already have and already did how old were you when you had your first like kiss from a boy my first kiss was in fifth grade okay when did you start like experimenting with like other people's bodies (laughs) um seventh grade I think seventh or eighth grade for sure by eighth grade if it were yeah I can't it was somewhere in there Mm -hmm. may have been seventh grade but yeah middle school it's weird yeah so weird but like you have to wonder what it's like now for kids like it's so sexualized now and like even then i think it came from more of a place of like curiosity or like oh i see this like my parents do this like yeah i honestly for me i feel like even though there was all this like talk that i was surrounded by where it was like yeah don't do this and don't do that i still never within myself felt comfortable saying no even though it was taught to me to like say no in that way I still never felt comfortable saying no and not that I like was severely like taken advantage of per se at that point I definitely was later on but we can get into that but as like at the young early start of me like dating and kissing and touching and whatever um I think there were points where it was a little more one-sided and I was like, I don't really know what this is, but I'm going to go with it. And like, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. And I think there was, (laughs) there were, there was some like manipulation that like happened, you know, even if you are young and like the same age, it's still like, I was like the manipulator. Yeah. I never said no. And like, that's where like, I'm feeling like terrible, like over here. Cause like, for me, I would, like, take boys' virginity just to do it. And, like, I was not, ne- like, in any single relationship I've ever had besides my husband, like, I've always cheated. I've always been, like, and not even just cheated, just be, like, ghost, like, mm, bye. Like, just not even, like, <laughs> deal. Like, I was so terrible. But I've cheated on a lot of people, too. It was also, like because i used my vagina as like pussy power Mm. i was like i'm going to like rock your world yep and and you're not gonna know what hits you exactly and i did it yeah so fuck you like bye so i don't know it's just like very weird so i under like i'm through i feel bad some boys probably have a mean to movement about me oh no (laughs) hey you were in control. Okay. Um, 
Can I go somewhere with yeah. this? Well, I don't know. So I know personally some people that have been sexually abused and they have in turn turned into that person that is I'm going to be the one in control and I'm going to be the one that like has sex before you can tell me no because I'm going to be in control of this situation yeah I was dealt with a lot of sexual abuse growing up lots of it like that and that's like the hard part about it is like like I said I knew what sex was and like I don't really feel comfortable like airing what happened but like there were certain situations where I was literally five years old like and it was with another like little boy yeah but like I remember that was the first time that like I ever really like thought like is this okay Mm -hmm. and then like other things just started randomly happening like as I got older so for me I do feel like that's kind of where it does come from is a sense of like you want to be the one in control mm -hmm. of that yeah yeah which then I think kind of gets going back to like the relationship one from last week like Mm -hmm. then you don't really know how to have a physical physically touching relationship without feeling like guilty or sure mind fucked yeah i think that's very interesting Mm -hmm. that it does carry into like feeling touch in general Mm -hmm. like i think you can not like you can tell when somebody or who has been affected by sexual abuse and stuff like that but i think if you do become aware of like of just thinking about that kind of stuff it becomes easier to see it but like um I don't know it's interesting I feel like there probably is something that and some reason why sexuality for me and physical touch also like there's that barrier that like it's just touchy you know you what's acceptable what's not when's it acceptable when's it not when is it creepy when is it like when am I genuine? Like, I don't know. When am I being taken advantage of? When am I? Yeah. You when, know, asking for it. When it like? Yeah. What are the intentions surrounding it? And if you don't have any intentions surrounding it, that's a weird space to be in. Yeah. I think for me, I've. I think for my whole like timeline of, sex and sexuality, like I, I was also most promiscuous probably at like seventeen, and that came right after like a whole bunch of heartache you know a lot of it's 4 30. um a whole lot of um i don't know feeling let down feeling used feeling abused feeling you know a extreme void of self-confidence and self-worth and i was searching for that connection and i still catch myself doing it too like feeling like the only way to be connected and grounded and like and back in my body is through physical touch and sometimes like it would lead to me like initiating something even if I didn't even really want it you know like maybe I didn't even really particularly care to have sex right then and there but I wanted that connection and I wanted to feel like somebody cared and like I was worth something and to me like putting tying sex and self-worth together is I think a bad place to be and I 110% fucking agree with you and I feel like that's kind of how I feel about like I know I made a joke earlier about the me too movement I shouldn't have liked on that but Mm -hmm. like whatever um I I feel like there are so many people that are like what is sexual assault to you right you know like were you so emotionally invested and you like 
because obviously like full on rapes like no shit but like there are people like how many times have we been at a fucking party blackout drunk woke up the next morning and been like what did I do I mean maybe you didn't I've done that but oh the mailman's here hold on that mailman better watch out You guys roar like, twice today. You guys are doing great. Thank you for protecting us from the mailman. He's so mean. You showed him. You guys did great. Look, you made him scared. He ran away. All right. Yes. I'm sorry. Go on. That's okay. Where was I? You were saying like at a party or whatever. Oh, yeah. Maybe... Well, like, I'm especially when like you're younger, I guess for me, maybe not you, um, like, if you get, like, so drunk, you don't remember who you, like, slept with. Or... I mean, that a lot of people have had that experience. Yeah. And it's... Hey. Oh, he's back. <laughs> you guys didn't drink it enough. He came back. He's fucking with them. He Thanks. knows we're doing a podcast. Yeah, I know. Thanks, mailman. <laughs> You're doing a great job. You're doing your job. I can't be mad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like, where is the line? You know? Yeah. Because, like, if... Uh, I feel like... Emotionally, it just... Sex is, is emotional. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, people can say, like, oh, it's just physical for me. I just want to fuck. Like, no, actually, it's, no, like, not like that. You probably are trying to feel connected and worth something, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, like, just the go-to way to do it for a lot of people, I think, is just with sex like it's yeah. such a huge part of life yeah Ugh, I think and you're so vulnerable like you're getting mm-hmm. validated if somebody's like having sex with you they're like giving you the most ultimate form of validation right and i feel like but a lot can go wrong in yeah. that space too yeah. you know like especially if it's you know not consensual or maybe it is consensual and then they say something like I don't know, rude for whatever reason, and then you're just like automatically like way more hurt than if. They okay, had said guys, it in any if other... your girlfriend or significant other also has sex with women or has had sex with women in the past, don't have sex with them, and then immediately after, ask to have sex with another girl with y'all. Like, <laughs> please don't do that. Like, how? Like, and that's something for me. Like, growing up, I did have sex with women too, just like experimenting. Like, I didn't really like discriminate. Like, it is what it is. Um, but I feel like it's difficult because I've been in positions before where guys are like, oh, well, you'll go down on a chick. So, like, I want to fuck you. And it's like, mm, don't, I don't do that shit. I mean, depending <laughs> what, as I got older. Yeah. And um, you're in- more control yeah exactly like i could and i have done those things but like i don't want to do that now yeah and that's up to you that's your choice yeah and i feel like those years were very like high school yeah like no i don't want to as an adult and i think that's something like i don't know i think that's weird too as far as like how do you cross like there's a lot of lines to be crossed Mm -hmm. with sex and like nowadays like open relationships are fucking trendy now yeah that's weird to and, me yeah personally. I, it's no weird to me to you too if, if you, you yeah cool. if you're fucking into it and it works for you like y'all have some willpower that i don't fucking have yeah. and don't ask me or my boyfriend because yeah. we answers we got a hard no hard no right over here <laughs> 
But then, like, there's people that are, like, they love threesomes. And, like, some girls, like, if it's a couple and they have a threesome, it's the girl that's in the couple. She's the one that controls it all. Oh, yeah. That's etiquette. So, like, I just feel like it's just weird to be in that position. Yeah, totally. I don't, to, it's like, a, want to watch your significant other have sex with somebody else with you. Like, that's just, like, I, I can I, – I could see where maybe – but I'm also like, no. No. I think it would... I don't like to feel jealous no. and angry. Does anybody? And I think some people do. I think some people get off on it. And that's why people do, like, always constantly... I mean, from what I see on the outside, like, get in fights with people or, like, feel insecure or whatever. I think they, their relationship is, like... Uh, what's the word? Like, toxic or shaky and just, like, crazy because... You know, this person just is so insecure, but also like wants you to do this or that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just people are, I think, immature. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know what to say about that. It's just weird to me. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I just want, I don't know. And maybe, who knows? Who's to say? Maybe in like 30 years and I'm 56, I'll be like, hey, it's time to like, let's open our hearts and minds and bedroom to someone but i don't know I don't, how i feel about it i, I feel like i no. would just absolutely not yeah, i'm I a very know. monogamous person and i didn't know that i was until like this moment in time in my life so yeah i've been a serial monogamist like i've pretty much always had a boyfriend basically since i was like 10 and here i am at 26 i think fucking i fucking killing the game I, oh god i think i've spent hmm Maybe in all those years, maybe like five months total being single. Whoa. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Is that a problem? No. I, I feel like I've learned so much from like each of yeah, the relationships just, I've been in. It's just led me to the one that's worked. Yeah. It depends you on know? what you take from it. It's yeah. neither good nor bad. I feel like I could survive on my own yeah but do i want to no like what's the point what's the point yeah i agree so i don't know there's that do you want to end on that note because that was a sweet note was it is it already it's time to end we have to i think so all right go well maybe there will be a part three to this episode maybe this is a pretty or even revisit it with other people too because i feel like i would love to get other people's thoughts and questions and concerns and ideas and all of that perspectives experiences i want to know it all yeah there so. it's a huge topic so it i is. feel like there's more to come on this there is all right guys well thank all you right. for listening and then yeah we will we will see you we'll talk to you next, yeah next hump day if you have any questions or want to add stuff like literally we always want to talk to you guys so oh shit humble brag oh yeah and we have to humble brag so what's your humble brag jane all my bills are paid. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing so great. I'm doing fucking my that's bills a, are paid. That's a really great humble brag. Yeah. Um, on time. I think <laughs> on this note of sex and sexuality, I am going to humbly brag about Brian, and he's great. Oh. And I'm lucky, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you're totally lucky. I'm really lucky. Love you, Brian. Derp. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, we will see enough. you in the next next one. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>